You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the most dramatic podcast ever. I'm Chris Harrison. I am so excited to be back with you each week. And the more I've gotten into doing this podcast, the more excited I get every week. And I miss not talking to you. So I look forward to our time together. And I want to say thank you to everybody that we have run into over the last two weeks. LZ and I have been traveling. We were at the uh, much talked about now golf tournament in Orlando. I don't know if that that tournament's ever had so much press uh, because uh, I think think thanks in large part to Ben Higgins running into uh, Chris Lane. Wells Adams was there, uh, Ben's wife, Jessica, and of course, Sarah was there, LZ was there with me, and we had a phenomenal time. But the best part of it, for me anyway, was running into all of you. We ran into so many people walking around at events or at the golf course and came up and said hello, which we always love. But what I really enjoyed personally was how many of you said you're listening to the podcast? How many said it's touched you, you were emotional. 
I, I love it. I, I love all the notes. I appreciate it so much. And it was wonderful to see so many people. And then LZ and I went to New York, caught a little Broadway, which was spectacular and met even more people. But I was, I'm wondering if this happens to anybody else. You have these little moments in life that just kind of kick you in the ass and, and humble you a little bit and put you in your place in a good way. Lauren and I, after Sunday, we're leaving Orlando and we were at the airport. I was trying to catch the, the Cowboys 49ers game, unfortunately, and Lauren was not watching the game, but we were talking and chatting and we'd been there for a little bit. And right as our food arrived, and this woman walks up. Now, there's no reason really for me to be cranky, but I was tired, sunburned, probably a little dehydrated, been a long week. And I'm just sitting there about to watch the Cowboy game. This woman who had been sitting next to me came up to me and at very first that that moment i was i was thinking about being a little cranky and the first sentence she says to me is chris i i didn't want to come up to you but my mom listened to your podcast and she said you love when people come up and say hello and it immediately just and put me in my place put me in a better mood and we had an amazing conversation i'm really glad she came up and i'm glad all of you came up to us this week lauren and i had a blast with everybody each week LZ and I are going to talk about the headlines, the stories that make us talk, the things mm -hmm. we're discussing in our own lives. Well, the headlines about relationships, especially. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the name that you came up with. The most dramatic headlines of the week with LZ. Hi, everybody. Well, oh my gosh. The first one we wanted to talk about, Nikki Bella. I don't know if you all have seen this, but Nikki Bella, star of WWE, Married, got married in August to Artem of Dancing with the Stars. Um, I used to interview both of them a lot and they're both so wonderful, but they get married and now their wedding is airing in her special uh, about her wedding on E! And it comes out that Nikki wore a couple wedding dresses and that one of them was from when she was engaged to actor John Cena. So everybody was talk is talking about this because can you wear a wedding dress from another marriage or relationship when you're marrying someone else. And I completely think you can. I support Nikki on this, but I was surprised how fired up people were. And now it makes me want to ask you, what if I said to you, I'm going to dig out the old one. <laughs> we're going to recycle, reuse. And I, you know, I'm going to throw it back on. I think I, I'm going to say, first of all, I'm in Nikki Bella's camp on this. And by the way, Artem didn't care. He also came out and was like, I, this isn't an issue. But I think the difference for us would be you actually wore your wedding dress at your wedding. Excellent point. <laughs> as opposed to Nikki, who just had this dress that spoke to her that she loves so much and she never got to wear it. And she wants to wear it for this special occasion. Um, I, I don't know if I would have. I, if I would or will care that much, if you actually wanted to wear your dress again, if you love it that much and it makes you feel beautiful. But I, I think if you've never worn it. So in, as, as far as Nikki goes, I don't understand why people are fired up either. This look, you're going to save 10, 15, 20 grand, however much these things cost these days. Why not? I think it's a really good headline because it says Nikki Bella wore her wedding dress from John Cena in right. her wedding to Artem. But yeah, when you dig a little deeper, so she had bought the dress. She'd never worn it, which is the key. Um, gosh, I don't even know where my first wedding dress is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, don't most people like they vacuum seal it? 
put it in a bag and then you just never touch it again. I, I'm not going to save it. When we get married, I I mean, I love you, but I think I, I donate it. I think there's something beautiful. I mean, oh my gosh, sometimes you see women who are wearing like their grandmother's wedding dress from the 50s and right. it's totally gorgeous. But I don't think I'll, I don't feel that attached to the stuff. To me, it's just, a, I, I would just get rid of it. I wouldn't want to deal with storing it. Well, and I don't know what you're going to do. We actually haven't discussed this, but um, for example, at Wells and Sarah's wedding, she had, I don't know, three, four or five dresses. Nikki Bella talked about having, this was one of several dresses that Nikki wore as well. So is the dress even that big of a thing anymore? I know this is probably a celebrity deal where you wear multiple dresses. Oh, interesting. As opposed to that one wedding right. dress. So really a lot of brides don't have just one dress anyway anymore. True. Well, you still, the one you walk down the aisle in, that's, that's the one, the dress. right? Okay. But I think you made such a good point about, you just said she felt beautiful in. And I think that hits the nail on the head for me because at first you look at it and think, well, this dress is attached to this past relationship, but the dress is really about the woman. I think it's about you wanting to feel beautiful for the person that you love, but it's about you feeling beautiful. And so to me, that moment, people talk about the moment she said she had cried in this dress. That's when you look in the mirror and think, okay, I feel like a bride. I feel that this is the moment I want to have on my wedding day that I've thought about. So if she felt that in that moment right. about this dress, I had to say it, but I think it's more about you than it is about the guy. Because again, it's about you being with the right person, but it's about how, you, how you've pictured looking for when you find that right person. Can I tell everybody why this story was personal to us and why it kind of hit home? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so um, LZ, when we first moved in together, she brought an ice bucket, this beautiful crystal ice bucket, um, but it was monogrammed. You actually were excited about it. Yes, I was excited because it said L and C, LC. I thought, wow, this is great. Lauren and Chris. Well, can I also say, I love that you thought it was great because you could have thought that was so weird. <laughs> Moving in, <laughs> I've already monogrammed something Yeah, that's for true us. too. You thought this is so sweet. <laughs> but then- it turns out Lauren's ex-husband his first name began with the letter C as well. So just turns out those initials worked perfectly for both of us. And, and so the she, ice she, bucket. The ice bucket was from my first marriage. Yeah, the ice bucket was from her first marriage. It was a wedding gift to Lauren and her ex. But hey, it can quickly transition into Lauren and Chris. So she told me about this. I had no problem. It was a beautiful ice bucket. It has our initials on it. Great. I believe in being environmentally friendly, and I did not see the point in throwing that ice bucket away. <laughs> it speaks to your confidence in you, in our relationship. And I loved that it didn't bother Artem. Like you said, Artem, Artem said, I want you to be happy. Yeah. It shouldn't be a big deal if you're secure in your relationship and where you're at. Um, I had a friend of mine who told me that when she moved in with her boyfriend, she made him get rid of all the clothing that he'd worn with his ex. No. He had to buy all new furniture. Oh, God. He had to redo their house. She said, I think things are memories and I am not moving into that environment. Interesting. And she and I talked about it for a while because it sounded really extreme to me. I was going to say, it sounded expensive. What would your reaction be if a woman had said that? Honestly, a bit of a red flag for me. Yeah. Because it goes back to what you're talking about, the confidence. If I am with you and I love you, do I need a new flannel shirt? 
<laughs> to prove it. You know, I mean, look, I, I get if you're walking around and, and it's odd that you have so many pictures or keepsakes that remind you of that other person. There are levels to this, but I think to just, hey, I need you to get a new couch, new everything. We got to paint. That's extreme. That's a lot. To me, that's a lot. Okay. Well, now we have to confess one other thing about when we first started dating. Oh, crap. What? <laughs> I had forgotten until this very moment that when we first started dating, I had a house. Yes. And I had one of those. It was an older house. So it had like a front sitting room that I never went in. And you came to pick me up and I wasn't ready yet. Shocker. So I said, go, just go chill. I'll be ready in a minute. And you went in that room and I come in to find you and you go, huh, you still got your wedding photos framed in here. <laughs> All your wedding pictures were still up. They were still up. Yeah. I just, but speaks to your confidence. It wasn't a big deal. No. I mean, I knew you'd been married. I mean, of look, course. I mean, I am definitely not going to be throwing stones in this glass house. No. I mean, married for quite some time. I have children. So everybody brings baggage to a relationship. That's what makes us who we are. And it's, it's, it's what got us from here to there. And it's what I love about you because you've grown from that. I've grown from my relationships. So you can't have it both ways. Well, and when my friend said, get rid of everything, I thought now you're taking it to the point of you're potentially hurting the person you care about, right? right. If you're telling them, get rid of your past, get rid of, erase your memories. I would never ask someone to erase their memories for me. That's part of what made them the person they are. I don't think you can regret where you've been if you love where you are. You can't change your past if you like the person you are today. All those things got us here. So I would never say get rid of all this stuff, whatever. Um, but I do understand that some things, you got you to gotta talk about it, right? Are some things a little too painful? Is it, hey, I don't know if I want you to wear your wedding dress from the first person at this marriage now. Maybe everybody wouldn't have been okay with it. And I actually think if Artem had said, I don't want you to do this, right. I think Nikki would have said, okay, no big deal. So let me ask you this, LZ. Mm. Is there a deal breaker? Is there one thing you should not carry over from a prior relationship? Can you think of anything? My first answer is trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> right. that that made you laugh. I'm being serious. Okay. I was talking to another friend the other day. She's going through a major marital issue. She has found out her husband is having an affair. And she said to me, how, whether they stay together or not, she said, how can I trust again? And the analogy that I gave her, God, I mean, that's tough, right? Because I've always heard that phrase, once the mirror is broken, you can put it back together, but you still see the cracks. But I think you have to, you have to trust again. You have to give, whether this person, whether her husband is deemed worthy of her trust again or not. First of all, to me, it's all about effort. Are you showing, are you actively showing that you can change, that you're sorry, that you're going to be better? But I said, if you got in a car accident, would you ever drive again? Would you get behind the wheel? Right. And I think the answer is yes. And I especially think if you're going, if we're just talking about going into a new relationship, you have to give that person your full trust until they give you a reason not to. You have to trust them and not carry over that past issue because otherwise you're setting yourself up for failure. I think it's a move on, but don't forget. Mm. You know, be vigilant, be smart. It's all about that communication. Um, but I, I agree. It's, 
you know, it's the old theory. If you fall off a horse, get a bike because you're not good at riding a horse. No, that's not the saying. Um, we should do a new segment called dad jokes of the week. The most dramatic dad <laughs> most dramatic jokes. Dad joke. <laughs> what would you not carry over from a previous relationship? You know, it's something we just mentioned. Pictures would be weird to me. If you're like, I love this wedding picture or I love <laughs> right. this picture of me. Well, and my we ex. talked about women looking beautiful. Yes. I look amazing you, in yes. this wedding photo. Like, look, if you want to cut out your ex-husband, that'd be fine. <laughs> but I think it'd be weird if, if, if someone who you love and started dating seriously had pictures and things, mementos and things from their ex. Mm. Well, I would. Okay. I'll add a caveat, but if you have kids, I think I remember we were in 2020 in the mm. great lockdown I was going nuts and I was cleaning out your entire house yes. because I had nothing else to do. And I love to organize. Oh my gosh, I love organizing. And I learned even more about you doing that. I, I learned that Chris Harrison, literally at face value, is an incredibly organized, neat, clean person. But if you open a cabinet door, things come falling out. I mean, I opened one cabinet in your house and you just had empty cardboard boxes in there. Like, what are we doing? You never know when you need a box. Well, that's true. You never know. You're not an adult until you've saved boxes and cords. But one, you know, you you had photos from like your first marriage from that time. And we saved all that. I saved all that because I think the kids are going to want to see it. And that matters. Right. I still have them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, as I, you just pointed out, had kids and watched these children grow up for 17 years before we got divorced. So yes, a lot of those memories and things happen together and, and I will keep those, like you said, to pass them on, but I definitely don't have them on display. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to walk course. around our house here in Austin. Like I did. And see, <laughs> yeah. But even you, you, I mean, you had been freshly divorced. It was, it's something that I think I would understand if you had a problem with that, where you're like, Hey, can you Right. Not Pictures are up. emotional. Pictures are emotional. And they bring up emotion right away. And they bring up emotion for everybody else who walks in your house. Say we have a party and people are walking around. It's like, is that Chris with his ex-wife? Right, of course. Like, and that it's something weird. that's on display, like yeah. you said. And well, going back to my friend who told the guy she was moving in with to get rid of everything, something she said did stick with me and really made me even think about myself. I think I came home and probably just, you know, did that thing where I start a fight with you because um, I'm having a thought of an emotion and I'm not expressing it well. But she said, you know, things are memories, items are memories. And I do think there's some truth to that. And actually one thing you and I had talked about, which is an important sort of next part of a relationship is building a home together, the importance of that. We love our house in Austin so much because we picked out everything together. We chose everything from the wallpaper to the chairs to all of it. And so this feels like our place. And there is an importance of stuff, both in letting it go and getting those new, building that new world together, even if it's that physical item world. Should I throw away the ice bucket? I'll throw away the ice bucket. We still have it. <laughs> I thought it broke. No, no, no. Oh, it didn't. Okay, it's still here. It's in our, right. honey, I've brought no, it out for parties. we're not getting rid of that. It's a great, it's a great ice bucket. Really <laughs> thick crystal. Like someone spent a lot of money on it. You know, let's move on. I think it's time for the okay. next headline. Okay. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. 
And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase, so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. For Dallas Cowboy fans... We wish we could erase the last several weeks. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting story, and it's not about sports, but it is about Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, who is hugely popular. He's popular for the franchise. He handles himself incredibly well as the captain of this ship and is that leader in the locker room, leader in the press room, always does and says the right thing. Well, Dak arguably had one of the worst seasons of his career. Got bounced from the playoffs a couple of weeks ago. Lost to the San Francisco 49ers. I'm from Dallas. My heart is in this. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. A few days later, I see the headline, Dak breaks up with his girlfriend. And I'm thinking, God, what a crappy week this guy has had. He played terrible. His team lost. He's getting hammered. I mean, hammered in the press. Even a little bit of shade thrown by his own franchise for the first time. And then I see... He breaks up with his girlfriend. Really a terrible week. He's, he's having a rough go. He's having a rough go. <laughs> but then the next day, this headline hits. Well, all of a sudden, I am interested in sports. I actually turned to you and said, did you see this headline about Dak Prescott? I mean, I don't know any athletes, but I do love you and you're a Cowboys fan. So I did know who that was. 
One day after the news breaks that he and his longtime girlfriend of a couple of years split, news comes out that he is dating someone new 24 hours later. And he is dating at 29 years old. Dak Prescott is dating an LSU junior, a 20 year old swimmer at LSU. Yeah, Dak, 29 years old, just signed a $160 million contract, I believe, somewhere around those numbers, is now dating a 20-year-old junior in college. Now, the reason you and I were talking about this so much yes. is the age difference thing. Right. We get asked about this a lot. I mean, you're, older. I'm not great at math. I think you're 17 years older than me. Mm, somewhere around there. 15, 16, <laughs> How 15, old are 16? you? Wait, how old are you? <laughs> but yes, our age difference. And so immediately our thought well, it has always been age is not a big deal. It's not a big difference, but is it hypocritical for me to say there is a point in time in life when it does matter? You and I always talk about the difference of life places. And I also think the age difference thing is very person to person. Now, I don't know, maybe this um, young woman is incredibly mature for her age. And by the way, maybe Dak Prescott is incredibly immature for his age. But I he's mean, not. I, I've seen not. him okay. in the public eye. He is a very mature man. Oh, you are such a cowboy. Son. I am. No, I've just, <laughs> I mean, I've seen him talk and the way he handles himself, the way the team looks at him. This is, he wasn't born yesterday. Well, the reason this stuck out to us is because to me, and again, I don't know either of them, but I think it's, potentially a big problem when you're talking about someone who's in their professional life dating someone who's still in their college life. Now, I did want to ask you if she's an LSU swimmer. I don't know. Are college sports on the same level of professional sports? No. Oh, okay. this is totally different. Okay. And I'll tell you what's And he's the, cause he's the quarterback for like the he's biggest the quarterback team. Quarterback for the America's Dallas team. Cowboys. Okay, yes. It. One of the most storied, richest franchises in the history of sports. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. And to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys it's like being, you know, shortstop for the Yankees. It's a big deal. You are front and center. I and don't know if that comparison helps me, but <laughs> I know. Well, I, you're on. right. So what struck me and struck a chord with me, and again, I, I'm dealing with, is this hypocritical? I have a 19-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. This woman that Dak is dating is barely a year older than my daughter, who's also in college at TCU. And I immediately thought, what if Taylor was dating a 29-year-old man, especially such a prominent man? I, I, that made my heart skip a beat. I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm just going with my gut emotion of how I felt about this, and I'm not trying to throw judgment on this because I don't know these people that well. I'm not friends with Dak. I don't know this swimmer. But I just thought from my own perspective, that would scare the hell out of me as a dad if my daughter said, hey, Daddy, I, I met this wonderful man uh, first of all, man, she's like, yeah, he's 29 years old. He's a stockbroker. <laughs> he's a whatever that, that would give me pause. Mm -hmm. Well, again, it's such a life place difference. And I don't think I realized this when I was in my twenties or in college, but when you look back, I remember my mom telling you, telling me there's so much change that happens in your twenties. I mean, you go through so many major life phases between being in college, then just graduating and adjusting. Then your mid twenties, when you're really hitting your stride in your career, then your late twenties, when you're thinking, should I settle down now? You go through like four phases of life in those 10 years. For sure. And would you say, I mean, you're again, I, I think you're older than me. Would you say looking back that your twenties are a pivotal time of change versus your thirties, forties, fifties, how would you compare them? Well, and yes, those, you don't know what you don't know. Like for example, 
My son's 21. He's a junior. My daughter's 19. She's a freshman. You don't know what you don't know. But at the time, you think you do, right? And this is where it gets interesting of, of protecting your children and, and, and thinking of this dynamic of 29 and, and this woman who was a teenager a year ago and they're dating is she may feel like she has control of the situation, may feel like she's fine, but does she know? You know, she just doesn't have those, that life experience. And to going back to your question, yes, in your teens, your late teens, into your early 20s, you are growing and learning so much and you are just getting these life experiences. It's why we all date and break up and you have heartbreak and someone cheats on you. And it's where all a lot of those silly antics happen is in those early formative years. And to jump right into something that is so extreme on many levels, not just the age, but to somebody who is so famous and world-renowned, it makes it even that much more interesting. And you bring up the dad thing and, and my child, Dak actually met this woman through the dad. The dad does something in insurance or something. He deals with the Dallas Cowboys and that's how they met. Oh, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. There was like a post, an Instagram post from the dad a while back about, you know, kind of joking about he and Dak being best friends. And so that is clearly how Dak met his daughter and they have started dating. Now she's still in school. So this isn't a day-to-day -day thing. So who knows what it is, but I just found it very interesting. Obviously it hit a chord with me and I know most of you out there are parents as well and just thought we would have strong feelings about this. Well, I look at our, our age difference is bigger, right? But you and I have talked about how if we'd met at a different time, maybe we wouldn't be together. Timing is important. If I was in my early 20s, I would have been in a totally different life place and would it have worked out? I don't know. I mean, we started dating when I was in my early 30s, which is... I'm well into my career. You know, we both were established in our careers and that was different. And I, I think that timing matters and life place matters way more than the number of age. Life place matters. Yeah. Well, and by the lot. way, I mean, we're, we lived in LA for decades. There are some very immature 50 year olds in LA. <laughs> there are some 50 somethings. I wouldn't date in LA. Well, and I find it interesting too. Upon my divorce, I started dating and I, I dated a wide range of ages from older than me to younger than me. And I found you get to a certain point. Again, this has to do with life, place, and experience. What do you share? What do you have in common? What conversations are you having on a very deep level with you and I, we found that we had a lot of commonality. We hit a lot of those buttons together and checked off a lot of those boxes, which is partly why we fell in love is we've realized we were in the same life place. And, um, could go forward. But if you are dating someone that just got out of their teenage years and is partying in college, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I have conversations with, well, with yeah. my daughter and her roommates and her sorority sisters. These aren't conversations I want to take much further than just finding out how they're doing and hearing the stories. <laughs> so here's the question. If, if Taylor hey. came to you tomorrow and said, God, I'm sweating now. I am dating this guy. He's almost 30. He's a, I, I, we'll use your phrase. He's a stockbroker, something like that. What do you say to her? What do you say? I would have to have a very long conversation and I would want to meet this man. Mm -hmm. A lot of it would have to do with who this man is. What are his intentions? And again, they're just dating and just starting. So I don't mean what are your intentions of marrying my daughter, but 
who are you? And what is it about my daughter you find interesting at the age of 20? <laughs> you know, like what, what is she offering that you find so fascinating and the, where's the depth and the meaning behind this relationship? So I would, I would want to have that discussion with her. What does she see in him? What is she getting from this? And, and who is he and what's he all about? And that might be way overstepping my bounds. As I say that, I realize it is that early in a relationship, but it is to me a little extreme. Well, we wish Dak all the best. I do. Well, and I this wish young the, woman. I wish the Dallas Cowboys the best. Okay. <laughs> Deep down. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, look, it's the judgment part is, is difficult in all this, but I just, you and I found it very interesting and- that was one of the most dramatic headlines of the week. The next dramatic headline brings me to our guest today. Bonnie Bartlett, 93-year-old actress, just released a memoir, Middle of the Rainbow, where she made it known that her marriage to Bill Daniels, famous actor in his own right, was an open marriage for many years. They have made it work. They've been married for 72 years. I have a lot of questions. We're going to get answers from Bonnie Bartlett when we come back. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Welcome back to the most dramatic podcast ever. I'm Chris Harrison. Time to bring on my guest today. Bonnie Bartlett, 93-year-old actor, just released a memoir, Middle of the Rainbow. You may know her from Soaps, Little House on the Prairie, St. Elsewhere, most recently in Golden Girls, Better Call Sal, an amazing career, Emmy Award winner, married to Bill Daniels, who you guys might remember as Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. That's right, Mr. Feeney. Married to Bonnie Bartlett for 72 years. In her memoir, she goes into her amazing career in Hollywood. But one of the things I wanted to touch on, and one of the things that struck me, is her relationship, her marriage, and how in the early 50s, they were married in 1951, their marriage was open. What does that mean? How did they stop that, which they did? How did they claw it back? And how do they still have that trust? How do they keep going for this many decades? Bonnie, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm I'm in good shape. (laughs) Congratulations on the book, Middle of the Rainbow. And thank you for giving us such a intimate glimpse into your amazing life in Hollywood. Um, This show in particular is about relationships and about love. And this look inside your marriage over the last 72 years is just fascinating. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mentioned earlier you're married to Bill Daniels. That's right. Mr. Feeney. Please. How? <laughs> John Adams. Yeah. One of the great revelations from this book was that early on, you were 18 years old when you got married in, I believe, 1951, and you guys had an open relationship. We didn't think of it as that. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. We never thought of it as that. Paint me a picture of your relationship, and and if you could define it to us, what was it? Well, we kind of grew up together. We were very young. Bill and I were just great friends, great lovers, great. We just loved to be with each other all the time. And later on, when things got a little more uh, difficult and we had to be apart a lot and stuff like that, and we were in a culture in New York when we went to New York, in a culture that was very free and easy. It was before AIDS. AIDS changed that culture. But you mentioned that. This is the 1950s. And and granted, I was not around in the 1950s, but my image is that was a really buttoned up conservative time. We think of the 60s as being really free and and into the 70s. That's right. And that's why, because the 50s, you were, you know, you were still, the Victorian thing was still creeping in. We couldn't have uh, sex unless we got married, you know. And then, yes, then the 60s rolled in and it was like wild and woolly and you had to find your way through it. And if you did, you, you were good. 
And when we were together, we were fine. It's just when we had to be separated or I, there were times, yes, yes, very much times when Bill was just too difficult for me. Yeah. And I, uh, but he was so funny, you know, as I, I would say, you know, I just don't think I should be married to you. I just don't think so. Always oh, out. Come on. You, you're crazy about me. You've always <laughs> been crazy about me. So you wouldn't consider it an open marriage. No, no. But both of you had affairs early yes. on. And and did you know about each other's affairs? Oh, yes. Yes. Mostly. Mostly. Yes, of course. I didn't have a lot of affairs. Bill had a lot some dalliances on the road. I experienced something that today women go through three and four times before they get married, you know? Well, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like y'all were very good friends. You still had some growing up to do, and it seems like you guys did that together. Exactly. That's what we did together. And 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 the book will will talks about that. I mean that that's what the book that's part of what the book is about. The the book is really about the uh, I've had a 93 years on this earth and the changes that have happened during that time. It's a history. It's a it's a, a learning thing mm-hmm. of this is the way it was then and and we we took it. We 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 didn't speak up. We 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 couldn't. Right. If we did speak up, we got pushed down. So things. All the women have made made it change, and the, all the old men can't do everything. They any man in power thought he could do anything, and they did, and we put up with it. Now that's not so. So how did you guys make it work? How did you and Bill, because I know there was one final affair that really drew. That was later on. That was very painful. That was very, yes. That was a big shock. In the 70s. And and that's when Bill made the choice to let his career go. He knew he had to make a living, but I mean, he didn't, he had been offered three shows in New York after 1776, Chicago, Bob Mm -hmm. Fosse. and he said, no, I want to go to California and I want to, I'll work in film or whatever there is, but I want to be, have a house and I want to have uh, the kids there. And I want, I want to just do whatever. He didn't want to do television. He thought he would be doing enough film. Turned out that television was the, the best thing that ever happened to Bill. He right. loved it. Loved it. I'm just curious how you found the trust again. Well, it took time, but you know, he's a great father. He's a great, he's very domestic. He, we, we had, suddenly we had weekends where we could do things with the kids. Always in New York, every Christmas, everything. He had two shows. Other people were celebrating and Bill always had two shows to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was okay. It's what he aimed for. But when the kids came along, it wasn't good. It wasn't good anymore. When did you share this story with your with your kids or your friends? Did everybody find out when this book came out? My children haven't read the book. Interesting. Yeah, they're not interested. We were their mother and father. Right. They were very glad to, to be with us. We were very, they saved our lives. They saved our marriage, the boys. Yeah. Because they were so great. I was just curious if there was ever a time when you would sit them down and talk about as no, they're adults. No, and- no. I'm not a person who says, now let's 
let's talk about this. Right. I'm not. I'm just not that kind of person. Yeah, you guys just kept plowing through, living your lives. Right. Doing what is, what is, what is. And I, I, for me, California meant I got to work a lot. So I went back to work. I had stopped working with uh, when the boys were little. I stopped because it was too hard. But, uh, you know, commercials, a few little things. But when I when we got to uh, California and, and I had Bill doing all kinds of things with boys and he could take them to school and he could pick them up and he could do all of that stuff. I mean, he was in heaven. And, and because he was so happy, I was happy and able to, 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 to do the things I wanted to do. You guys have been together 72 years. Yeah. A lifetime together. A lot yeah. of the listeners are married. We've been divorced. We, uh, we've been through it all. And we talk a lot about relationships here. Is there a takeaway from your 72 years? Is there a lesson that we should know about making it work and sticking with it? I think every case is different. Each case is different. If, if you're living with somebody who has a drug problem, if you're living with somebody who's an alcoholic and they don't change, if the person can change, if the problem is such that they can change, which is what Bill finally did, you know, if you fall in love with somebody else, that's a problem. Fortunately for us, we never got involved. Right. You guys never fell in love with anybody else. There there were those affairs, but you always came back to each other. That's right. I, as I say, at one point I thought, oh God, I've got to have an easier life. It's got to be better than this angry guy. Uh, but there's nobody out there like Bill that I met, you know, that I would, it, 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 we're lucky. We're just lucky yeah. that we, it worked out. And I mean, we can't imagine not being together. Let me put that way. Right. We can't imagine it. And now we're old. We take care of each other. Right. And it's great. Yeah. It was just, you said building trust took time. I'm just curious if there was something in particular, because it sounds like y'all weren't great communicators, how you were able to build that trust back. Well, we were together all the time. Yeah. We, we, we were in the same room, the same house. I think it's very hard to have a marriage where you're not together. What's the point? Right. I, there were some amazing anecdotes in the memoir as well. You mentioned uh, coming up around the same time that Marilyn Monroe did. Well, Marilyn was a big star right. and she came to study with Lee Strasberg. And I was Lee's secretary and friend and so forth. And so uh, I kind of helped her out in class. And she, she always, she was, she was, Lovely girl. We loved her. We all loved her. We, I saw her a lot at the Strasburgs. And I I guess I, I saw the best part of Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. I mean, yeah. what she created was an, incredible. And she was an incredible comedian. She wanted to do, try to do theater. And Lee encouraged her. And maybe he shouldn't have. Because... Interesting. I... I, I Oh, she wanted to learn. She was such a student. She wanted to learn. 
and she wanted to, she was interested in everything and she had a very good brain. No education, no background, no support, no support at all. Interesting. As a, as a girl growing up, terrible, terrible. So that's hard. You got to have some support somewhere. The book is Middle of the Rainbow, memoir by Bonnie Bartlett. If there is a takeaway from this book that you hope everyone will read, what is the, what is the takeaway? What is, what is the lesson you hope we take away from this? Well, as I say in the book, I hope that I have left some footprints in the sand so that it's kind of a history of a life. Uh, a successful life, I, a celebration in a way of the life and getting through. Life is all about solving problems. And that's what this book is about. Beautiful. And is if you gave, after 72 years, gave us one bit of advice for marriage and making it work, what is it? You have to create your own guidelines. You have to create. I love that. And I completely agree. And speaking yeah. speaking of unique, Bonnie, you are that. <laughs> Absolutely unique. And thank, thanks for sharing so much of your life with us in this book. Again, it's Middle of the Rainbow, the memoir by Bonnie Bartlett, um, her life, her times, her love and career. It is spectacular. And just thank you for being here today and, and opening up with us. Truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you to my guest, Bonnie Bartlett. Incredible story. Thinking of the times that she grew up in, cut her teeth in this business from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and on. Um, incredible knowledge. And it's always important, I think, to hear from the past so we can learn how to live in the present. So Bonnie Bartlett, thank you so much. LZ, thanks for being a part of this as well today. And thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again next week because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm to front door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. 
Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.